Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. The drive to squeeze more out of podcasting can lead to some bad decisions. With podcasts growing, the rush to do, say, or promote something can lead to reputation-damaging results. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. The internet has a bit of a reputation problem, in case that's not abundantly clear. Look, because if anyone, if anyone can publish anything, then anyone will at some point also do that and then assume that it is true. Podcasting is a part of the internet and so not immune to the same challenge. My friend Andrew asked a question on Twitter and tagged me and a few others in. Here, and here, let me read the question for you. I wonder, should apps slash services that promote podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, actually check what they're pushing in front of people for facts and accuracy? He went, then, he, blah, 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 he went on to ask, what about the, quote, we think you like, or the, quote, the best listens type promotions, and even paid, for that matter? Or is it down to listeners to spot the frauds, lies, misinformation? Hmm. Good question, Andrew. And as a dyed-in-the-wool skeptic, I love getting into this question about facts and accuracy. Really, it boils down to this. Do the podcast listening apps bear a responsibility for the podcasts that they suggest to us? And my answer to Andrew was a qualified yes. If it's an algorithmic decision where listens or other sorts of data-based information is used to determine whether or not something should be there or not, then probably not. I mean, if a whole bunch of people are listening to garbage and you have a top episode section, well, okay, a lot of people listen to garbage. Taking that garbage show out is manipulating data, and that's probably not a great idea. If there's, you know, no nefariousness, and it's just an accurate reflection of what sort of activity is happening in that app, then then okay, because really your only course of action if you're an app maker is to remove the show, which, and that, of course, comes with its own consequences if you decide to deplatform someone. However, if it's an editorial decision, if a human being decided to add a podcast to that we-think-you'll-like section or this is what's currently the best things about this topic baking, then yeah. Then the human that made that decision, again, not algorithmic, but the human that makes that decision bears responsibility that pushes up to the app. But I've been thinking a little more broadly about that. What about the rest of us? 
everybody else in podcasting. See, I think podcasters, we all bear the same responsibility. We were spared the responsibility for the either the guests we have on our show or, in my case, I don't have guests, the topics that we choose. Like, I can promise you I'm going to get heat <laughs> for, for this topic like I do when I, when I bring it up from time to time. And that's okay. We also have a responsibility before we say yes to the shows we're going to guest on. I haven't really been good about doing some vetting of the shows that I'm asked to be on. I My default answer when someone asked me to be on their show was always yes. And I don't do a huge amount of research on there. Partly because my topic keeps me pretty safe. I mean, you're not going to have me on to talk about world politics. I talk about podcasting. I think we also bear responsibility to the other podcasts we suggest to others. I mean, I have my list of innies. I had no idea podcasts could sound that good podcasts. But I also have, in my back pocket, a repertoire of shows that are huh, need a little qualifying before I recommend them to someone. And I think that's the central idea. Qualifying. We don't have to play it safe every single time. We just have to qualify what it is we're about to promote and to whom that is. By the way, I don't think we should be hiding behind the things I've seen on Twitter, which is like, retweets don't imply endorsement. Pfft, yes, they do. Or this phrase, look, I'm just asking questions. Those, those do not absolve us of responsibility. We just have to qualify what it is that we're doing. Like, for example, I think it's okay for you to take that controversial guest and bring them onto your show. I also think you can accept to be a guest on a controversial show. And just like me, I oftentimes recommend or share controversial shows that I happen to like, and I think you can do the same thing. That's our agency. We can do that, but I think we have to express our full agency. If you bring on that controversial guest and they say something really insane, don't just nod your head. Push back. Same, if you are a guest on a show, and the host asks an inane question or tries to take it in a different way, hold your ground. Don't let them run roughshod on the facts. Prepare to defend your recommendations you make to people. If you make them publicly on Twitter and someone decries your decision because that show is X or Y, and I don't like it, I am offended by it, prepare to defend your decision. Push back. That's your responsibility. If you're going to make these comments, these, these promotional efforts, if you're going to go on things, you own that responsibility. And that's okay. We need to take it. We need to let that podcasting, that, that, excuse me, that responsibility that started with us spread through all the things that we do in podcasting. That's the responsible way I think we can promote it. Let's do it, but let's just be responsible in what we do. Now, as a reminder... Podcast Pontification Season 3 will come to an end this coming Thursday. If you haven't already, please sign up for PPIYI. That's Podcast Pontifications in your inbox. As I plan on sending out a few sample missives, some ideas, text base 
that the show will have for next season and possibly even in between seasons. So yeah, you probably want to get on the list. Podcast Pontifications, click the big fat subscribe button at podcastpontifications.com. Give it your email address and we will get you signed up to the list. And if you have been meaning to buy me a coffee but been putting it off, well, now's the time. Please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and show me your support. That's it for today. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.